You are listening to Dare Daily episode 17. Welcome to Dare Daily. I'm your host, Sylvia Jagler. The Dare Daily podcast is designed to inspire, motivate and support you to create in life, work and relationships whatever you crave for. Hello and welcome to Dare Daily. How are you doing today? I'm coming to you from San Pedro de Atacama, one of the driest places in the world. And I'm beyond excited to share today's interview with Ingrid Weichius. She is one of the wellness experts. We talk about how to take care of ourselves while living a laptop lifestyle and traveling a lot. She shares tips and tricks how to get off the plane and feel amazing. Yes, you can feel amazing while getting off a plane. And what to do when you have insomnia. And much, much more about how to take care of yourself while being super busy. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to their daily podcast. I'm beyond excited to have you today, Ingrid Weichius. She is a certified bilingual English and Spanish wellness expert, health coach, and speaker. She regularly advises women in public service and leadership positions, helping them to make health and wellness a priority so that they can be effective and successful leaders. Known for her practical and honest style, Ingrid helps her clients avoid burnout and find easy and realistic ways to take care of themselves so they have this stamina necessary for lasting impact. I'm beyond excited to have you here today, Ingrid. Thank you so much for having, being here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I'm super excited as well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. And at the beginning, I would like to start with the question, what is it what you dare daily? What is dare daily to me? To me, yes. it's constantly pushing beyond my, my limit. So I feel like ever since I became an entrepreneur, it's been like this constant stretching of myself, right? So for me, daring daily is to doing that thing that I'm scared of doing or that gives me pause and going for it anyway, whether it's making, take everything from like realizing that I can actually, if I'm tired, if I didn't sleep well, it's okay to take a step back, breathe and not have to do it all. Or on the opposite end, it's challenging myself to like do the things that I'm hesitant about, to get out there, to talk to people more. That to me is dare daily. <laughs> mm -hmm. thank you so much for sharing so it's basically mm -hmm. go out of your comfort zone every single day in any kind of way yes definitely I mean I feel like as entrepreneurs we we have to do that right and it's like that thing that keeps us going and pushes us to do what we want to do and do what we love absolutely and uh, would you mind to share a little bit about your background briefly how did you go become a wellness expert and health coach and yeah what was your journey towards it 
Okay. It's uh, I feel like it's like these parallel journeys. I have a background in international relations, foreign policy, and for about 10 years I did human rights work. Uh, I'm originally from Bogota, Colombia, so I came to Washington, D.C. many, many years ago to study international relations and ended up staying. Got a great job at a local nonprofit doing human rights work and working on Colombia. So I was super excited about it. And for eight mm -hmm. years, I did that. I mean, I loved it. But it's also very stressful work. At that time, um, there was a lot of work around human rights, and also drug policy and fumigation. And I was very much involved in it, but it became very, very personal. Um, and after eight years of doing that, I thought, well, it's been great. I was traveling a lot, like at some point, um, I moved from working on Columbia worked to Central America and I was traveling to Honduras. Um, I would say about one week every month on top of going to grad school full time. <laughs> so in wow. hindsight, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't understand how I did all that, but never really just moving up, like moving forward, not really thinking, how am I feeling? Is this possible? I'm just like, this is what I have right now. This is what I do. Fast forward, I quit the, that job and then I moved to local government work. And I did, I worked for the county manager for Arlington County, which is the county right across the bridge from Washington, D.C., for anyone who doesn't know it. And I did bilingual communication, but that evolved into editing the county's newspaper and then managing the emergency communication aspect of, um, of for the county. And it just spiraled out. And at some point I like stopped and I'm like, I don't feel great. I mean, I love the people that I work with, but somehow mm -hmm. I just didn't feel fulfilled. And all my life, I have always had a great interest in health and wellness and cooking healthy food. And I've always been that go-to person for a lot of my friends that want to change a recipe or want to do something healthier. I always had the information, but I never really thought about it being a career until I myself burned out, got overwhelmed, got really sick and kind of took a step back and was like, what am I going to do? Um, I don't, love what I'm doing. I definitely don't see myself doing this for the long run. I'm feeling horrible. I mean, at that point, I told people, I'm like, I feel like I'm the sickest, healthiest person I know. Because if, <laughs> if, you, if you ask people, like, let me check the boxes, like, are you eating well? Do you exercise? Like, I was doing all of those things. But mm -hmm. I really wasn't taking care of other aspects of my life, right? So like the stress level, the mindfulness, the taking time to like make sure you're sleeping, all of those things. And so at that point, I realized that health and wellness is about much more than just what you're eating and if you're exercising or not. Mm -hmm. And so at Thank that point, mm -hmm, I decided to like figure out how I could make this a career so that I could help women who like me had uh, love public policy, loved leadership, but I want them to actually keep doing it without reaching the point of overwhelm and burnout. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, would you mind to share with us how the burnout just was for you? Because you, we have different <laughs> forms and yeah. someone who's just listening and just feeling, um, well, I, I don't even know what it means, but I know that I just don't feel well. Exactly. <laughs> and how I feel... Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Everyone has feels differently. 
for me, it was, it was like a slow progressive movement to feeling really crummy. And so it was like twofold. When I went to the doctor, suddenly like all these markers. So if you looked at your general blood work markers, they were like slowly getting worse and worse and there was no reason for it. And then I had a ton of physical symptoms. So for me, it was migraines. My, I had like not had migraines in like decades. And suddenly I started mm-hmm. to have them like every other week. And they were so debilitating that I was missing like one or two days out of work. Um, I was not sleeping. So I had horrible insomnia for a couple of months, like just horrific insomnia um, that it was, it was life sapping. I'm like, Oh my God, this is like horrible. Um, Just anxiety in general, like exhaustion, that thing where you like get out of bed and I literally taking a shower and getting dressed was like exhausting and Mm -hmm. like much more like even if I tried to work out then I would be like having to like take it easy the rest of the day so it was just like these all these like physical symptoms and just like this deep-seated exhaustion that nobody could explain and even as my like blood work got better that I was still not feeling great Mm -hmm. so basically a whole circle um of a lot of symptoms for you yes And the whole process basically motivated you to create something, especially for women who are working remotely or have to travel for work Mm -hmm. in the past. And I did it by myself and do it again (laughs) as a full-time traveler, by the way. So I'm super excited Mm -hmm. to hear all your practical advices, how to basically adapt to different environments. And Mm -hmm. first of all, what would you say is the biggest challenge for women who have to travel for working or work remotely from everywhere? Well, I think the biggest challenge is that they get so wrapped up in the process. So I have to get to the airport. I have to land. I have like all these work responsibilities that like figuring out how they want to feel kind of gets put to the side. And so what they end up doing is just like going and like being uber focused on getting to the airport. I need to do this. Then I land. And then I have like all these things that I need to do. But what happens is that aside from that, we also need to take care of ourselves and a little planning and a little thoughtfulness will go a long way when it comes to feeling great, Uh, especially if you're landing and you have to start working working immediately and especially if it's like these longer flights or these like really intense meetings i work with a lot of women in like development work and like that work is like hard and challenging and you have to be mm-hmm. on your a game so for me it became of like what can we do to get you to plan a little bit so that when you land you feel amazing wow so mm-hmm. i just <laughs> yeah want <laughs> to jump into straight away uh-huh. what- what would you say? Do you? I have to do on a flight, which is mm-hmm. or shorter. I just gonna yeah. go on my flight in, by the way, in five days or so, mm-hmm. um, and it's gonna be longer. So, what um, does a woman have to do in order to really land and be able to start to rock? All right. So first of all, like we need to plan a little bit. So you know you're leaving in five days. So the thing that I always do is I always try to get people to eat lighter meals before their before their flights because when we're on the air especially for long periods of time when we get more dehydrated and so our our system in general slows down so our digestive system is slower so i want like you to feel optimally and that means like 
focus on like veggie centric, soup centric, lighter meals, um, like maybe two or three days out of your trip. And then once Mm -hmm. you're like the day of, it would be great to start the day off with like a really a lighter breakfast with lots of fruits and maybe maybe a good like smoothie um, and lots of hydration. Start drinking a ton of water. And my biggest no on a long flight when you're going, specifically if you're going for work because you just want to show up as your best self, is no alcohol whatsoever mm-hmm. and tons of water. Um, I want you to focus on drinking like a ton, a ton of water so that you're hydrated. Because if you're hydrated, then you're, once you land, everything about you is going to work more efficiently and better and the jet lag won't be as atrocious um, mm-hmm. if you're going to ha- like change a lot of time zones. Um, the other thing is pack your own either meals or snacks, whatever you choose. I'm not a much of a meal packer because I don't get that hungry on flights. But if you are, then there are like a ton of like these plastic containers that you can make like really delicious meals that will make one the flight if you're not traveling like on business class or first class which is the case sometimes then you get to be excited about a really good meal um (laughs) and i just say focus on like lighter food like a good lots of veggies maybe some good protein um and lots of snacks so i like to have on hand good protein bars that have low sugar um also like some nuts and some fruits that are easy to dispose of so i wouldn't recommend a banana just because it sometimes get like it, it is self-packaged but the container like unless you have an extra baggie <laughs> for it but like take some fruits <laughs> take some nuts take some like good like like even carrot sticks and celery sticks and some hummus are all like great things that you can easily carry put in a plastic bag and carry with you on the plane um and just getting this amazing nutrition will just make you feel so much better. That to me is like the key, the planning. Decide whether you're a meal eater or you're a snacker and then make sure you have the snacks that you're going to get excited about and that you're going to love on the flight. And then a ton of water. Um, I carry with me like a water bottle and then I just empty it to go through security and then I just keep refilling it. And on the plane, they're perfectly nice about letting you like refilling, letting you refill your bottle. So those are the two things. And I try to avoid caffeine and again, no alcohol, especially if you're working. It's just so dehydrating. It's just not going to help you at all to feel like clear headed and like ready to tackle the day. Wow, that's really amazing. So I, I think preparing a lot of stuff beforehand is really great. And what I personally have experienced, I feel it straight away if I don't hydrate. Yes. Like extremely. And when I say extremely, I mean, I drink mm-hmm. at least one and a half to two, depending on on the day. But I drink a lot. I'm a thirsty yeah. person because I'm a salty person as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it depends. Some people, they don't feel thirsty. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's when you fly, drink, even if you don't feel thirsty, because the hydration is basically really key in order to keep going. Yeah. And I feel like the question I always ask myself and ask my clients is how do you want to feel right how do you want to feel when you land how do you want to feel when you have to like go down like be on the ground and do the work and that will help you determine what choices you're going to make 
prior to and during, right? It, keep, it brings us back to, okay, what's my goal? How do I want to feel? I want to feel clear headed. Well, definitely going to avoid like, again, the alcohol or the caffeine, because I know that'll have an impact and that will make it harder for me to focus, harder for me to be on my A game and to function like I want to so that I can be effective. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to all, you know, combining traveling with working mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. towards sleeping habits, mm -hmm. especially yes. when we might even have time zone changes. Yes, exactly. So the thing that I try to do is prior, like, and I think many of us know that, but it really does work, is trying to adjust your schedule so that it's more closely mirrors the area that you're going to arrive at, right? So if you know that you're going to arrive at 6 a.m., try and sleep on the plane so that you can land and avoid getting into bed because you're going to be tired, especially for me when I travel, like for example, to anywhere, basically, if you leave in the evening or you leave in the afternoon and then you land at 6 a.m., that's the hardest one, right? Because the goal for me is to stay <laughs> up, right? Yeah. Until all yeah. day. Um, but I find that if I try and get some sleep and rest and, and not force myself to like work or think of the things that I need to do, but just try and rest and get my hydration. I also take packets of like tea that I really like in my bag. And then I just ask for warm water on the plane. because I feel like that feels like such a treat when you have like the tea that you love. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I just keep packets of it in my purse and then it just feels nice, right? To be able to have whatever tea you have at home uh, rather than the generic whatever they have on the plane. Um, mm -hmm. So I do that and then I focus on trying to get myself into the time zone that I'm going to. And if I land at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., I just go through the day. Like I'll go to the, I'll check in at the hotel or whatever and then take a shower, change, and then go on my day to force myself to adapt quicker. I think many people fall in the trap of like arriving and then going to bed or taking a nap and then that just throws you off. I find that being outside, getting fresh air, trying to stay up as long as I can and then falling asleep to fit into the time zone of where I'm going makes it easier. And I do find again, I mean, I feel like it's such a small tip, but like being hydrated and taking care of yourself and not making sure that you're not dehydrated makes it easier to get through the day. Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah and when it comes to a lot of you mentioned before like all the stress and anxiety yeah. we create mm -hmm. within ourselves mm -hmm. uh, i mean this is connected with traveling but it yes. also be just on a daily basis mm -hmm. what kind of wellness or basically treatments would you suggest especially for women nowadays Yeah, I find all that, yeah, I know, everybody's so busy all the time, and we go, 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 and we don't take two minutes to figure out what makes us feel great, and so one of the exercises that I do um, with my clients is basically helping them find what they call, like what I, what I like to call, or what a mentor of mine called their non-negotiables, so what are the one or two things that you can do every day that are small, that will have a huge impact in how you feel every day, right? And all, and these things change. So they change, they might change if you're not traveling or if you're going on a plane. So for me, for example, the thing that I need to do, the things that I need to do every day so that I feel good are I need to drink water, 
like I need to make sure that I'm getting my water in and then I need to incorporate some kind of movement in my day, whatever that is, whether it's a class or if I go out for a walk, those two things right now for me daily are what I need, right? Those are like mm -hmm. my bare minimums that make a huge impact in my life. So for everyone, they're different, right? For some people, it might mean making sure that I get my greens in or making sure that I get seven to nine hours of sleep every night. But it's one or those, it's that thing that has, it's the minimal effort to the maximum impact for you. Um, and so we go about trying to figure it out, right? So we, I give them a three or four day exercise where they're logging in what they're eating, if they're moving, how much they're sleeping, and then how do they feel after they do all of these things, right? And where mm -hmm. they find that exponential, like, oh my God, if I make sure that I have veggies with every meal, I feel so much better. So there you know, that's what you need to do. Or, wow, I notice a significant difference when I get nine hours of sleep as opposed to seven. So what am I going to do in my day every day to make sure that this can happen consistently as frequently as possible. And it can change, right? Sometimes life gets busy and sometimes, well, seven to nine or whatever, nine hours of sleep is not going to happen. So what, what will you have to do to compensate for that? Right. And still mm -hmm. feel great. And so it might mean I have to make sure that I get breakfast, lunch, and dinner in. And cause many of us, I also find that like many women, when they're stressed, they either skip meals or make poor um, choices in terms of the meals that they're eating, right? Or uh, they forget to eat. Exactly. That's my problem. <laughs> and I have friends who are like, how do you forget to eat? And so I feel like that's the other part of it. When we forget to eat, then our blood sugar goes down and we don't feel great. But it also happens when we're in, like not sitting down for proper meals and then we end up snacking all day. So the people who are stress eaters and then the people we, it's a different kind of conundrum, but we all end up feeling crummy at the end because our blood sugar is all over the place. Um, mm -hmm. And so if you're a, for both cases, right, I make sure for myself, I know that if I'm going to have a very stressful week or stressful days, I need to put it in my calendar, right? And like a calendar reminder will pop up and say, have you eaten? Um, just to make sure that I get lunch because I can go through like a day and like literally sit down and look at the clock and I'm like oh my god it's seven and I don't think I had lunch and what did I have for breakfast and that's just not healthy that's not exactly and for long term it's gonna be really not beneficial for course, any yeah. success any mm -hmm. any lifestyle exactly no matter what you're doing Exactly. So again, it's make, for some people, it might be that. It's like, make sure that I have three meals a day. Make sure that I'm getting my breakfast, my lunch, and my dinner. And that's your non-negotiable. You don't, whatever happens, that's what you have to do. And that's totally cool. Um, so I feel like that's a very important exercise because when we're busy and when we're like traveling, those things kind of fall through the wayside. And one thing that I will note about traveling is you need to be a little bit more forgiving with yourself. Um, because if I you get that one, yeah, because I feel like we're like most of the women that I work with again are like type A women who like once they set their like routine, they get it, they'll do it. Uh, but then that leads to a little bit more like rigidness in terms of giving themselves a little bit of slack. And when you're traveling, things will not always be the way they're at home. That's just the nature of it. We need to be more flexible. So I also say be more forgiving. If your non-negotiable is like, 
I need to exercise every day. Well, that might need to change a little when you're traveling because you might be tired and it might be more beneficial for you to like go to bed, uh, have a good meal, and then maybe consider exercising the other, like another day. Um, but it is about also realizing that circumstances change. And so if you're on the ground in a remote village in Africa, well, your eating habits are also going to be different, right? So we need to be less rigid. You make the best choices with what you have at that moment. And it's okay. It's not going to be the end of the world. We're fine. <laughs> once you get back home, once you get back home, you get back to your routine and it's all going to be good. Um, and it's being okay with that uh, and not second guessing it and not feeling guilty about it. It's just, I make the best choice with what I have right now and what feels good for me right now. I'm so happy that you are saying this because I've just realized that many, many people, um, especially entrepreneurs or like you've said, the A game mm -hmm. people, the A leaders and mm -hmm. also people who are kind of really want to change something in their mm -hmm. life but also in other lives yeah to set up the routines for success and there yeah. are like hundreds of books out now there yes. every influencer has a routine he they share what yeah. works for them and why they are so, mm -hmm. so successful mm -hmm. but what nobody shares behind the scenes is that of course you have to be forgiving and you have to be flexible because yeah. life is not every single day the same yeah Exactly. Especially when you are traveling. And yeah. I've heard from many people recently that they are stressed halfway through their routine mm -hmm. because it's such a long routine. Exactly. And like at the beginning, oh, have two non-negotiable things yes. and mm -hmm. do them mindfully and really love it to kind yeah. of, you can always add on. But yes. not to put so much on your table that you mm -hmm. kind of get stressed about something what is supposed to be good mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love the like these one or two things that feel totally doable, but that have mm -hmm. a huge impact, right? Absolutely. So like whatever that is for you that's what that's how it that's how you're gonna get it done because that's how you can commit to it right we can all commit to like i don't know getting up five minutes earlier and maybe meditating and if that means like you stay in bed and do it in bed by all means do that because it's five minutes of mindfulness or if it is making sure that you like fill a big jug of water and put it in your nightstand so that first thing in the morning you get like those 20 ounces or whatever in that's, I mean, it's just about setting yourself up for success, but making it easy. It's not about like having this long winded routine. Cause again, we stick to it and then it just takes up so much time in our day or like the day it doesn't happen. It just becomes like this overwhelming thing. So that's why I like love and going back to basics, right? Never underestimate the power of like water, good meal, a good stretch and 30 seconds of deep breathing. Um, that's that, that can be our big, big, game changer for yeah. every single one and mm -hmm. everyone got some time for it because I thought um in some on some stages in my whole career that I thought okay being in business is really kind of well a lot of stuff is going on and I have yes. never the time and you know technology and keeping mm -hmm. up with ambitious of mm -hmm. ambitions it yes. is kind of you know the lifestyle nowadays especially mm -hmm. for women yeah. uh, changed and i would love to hear from you what do you think and what is your pers perspective about mindfulness mm -hmm. i think it's i mean it took me a while to get there and to realize that oh my gosh i can do it at any point in my day and it doesn't have to be 
this entire production, again, going back to basics. And I think it is so critical to check in with yourself and see how you're doing, especially as an entrepreneur, especially as someone who has a lot of things going on, or especially as a woman in leadership or in public policy, where you have so many competing interests. It's so important to check in with yourself um, daily, like, and a, a lot of times throughout the day, because it's like this, like, going back to yourself and checking in and being like, okay, I'm going to take three deep breaths. I'm going to transition from this thing that I'm doing right now to like the next one, but I'm going to give myself 30 seconds, wherever that may be, to just end one thing and start another. I mean, I love the concept of mindful transitions throughout your day. And I think for my very busy women, it's been a game changer in that it's given them the space to be like, oh, all I need is 30 seconds or like five minutes to check in with myself and then move on. But it makes such a difference to just give yourself like those 30 seconds. And I mean, seriously, if it means sitting at your desk for 30 seconds or sitting in your car before you walk into your house, right? After your day has ended, because so many of us are like running from one thing to another, from one meeting to another, then from like the office to the gym, from the gym to the house. Then if you're a spouse, if you have kids and you're helping everybody, but at what point do you check in with yourself and like process everything that you've been doing all day? So it's everything from like literally waking up and giving yourself 30 seconds to breathe. And then from meeting to meeting, maybe like giving yourself like, again, another 30 seconds kind of to like go of whatever meeting you had and focus on the one that's coming ahead. And then at the end of the day, just again, five minutes to digest the day, deep breathe and then focus on what you want your evening to look like and what you want it to feel like. Um, and again, all of these things shouldn't take a lot of time, but they are such game changers. Um, and for me, I think my meditation practice is important and I do it every morning and some days I feel like it's great and other days it just doesn't happen. So I've learned to be forgiving about that. <laughs> right. Yes. It's just like, okay, today it didn't happen. It's fine. But then I know that throughout the day, I give myself a little bit of time to like, oof, okay, what am I doing now? What am I focusing on next? And how is that going to like look like at the end of the day? And it's just made such a difference in my outlook. And I feel like with my clients, it's also this permission to realize that it doesn't have to be complicated, that it can be as simple as like listening to a meditation app on your commute or just taking th three deep breaths um, before you make a decision, before you answer an email, um, that has made a big difference. Mm -hmm. And especially when you've never done it before, really force yourself to do it at least for 30 seconds and exactly. to start. Exactly. Really to start to implement it and you will have to probably force yourself because mm -hmm. you don't know the benefit at the beginning, mm -hmm. of course. So exactly. it's kind of something what your ego will tell you probably, oh, you know, you are busy, like the, all the emails, all the mm -hmm. calls, blah, blah, blah. Um, but when you want yeah. to run for and be energized for 10 or even yeah. more hours per day, mm -hmm. you have to have some kind of your own tricks. And like you've said, you're helping people and women to implement and to find out what it is individually for every single person. Exactly. And so I feel like um, what I do a lot is like, let's try it. Give yourself two weeks to try it and don't try it every day. Like do it one day and see how you feel. And then maybe mm -hmm. 
don't do it the next day and see how you feel. And usually the response I get is like, wow, it makes such a difference and it is really simple. So I like for people to try things and then decide on their own because I feel it's much more effective than me like being this is a list of the 10 things you have to do it's more of a like okay let's look at your lifestyle let's look let's look at what your day normally looks like and what makes sense for you and I want you to try it and honestly try it right because when if you don't put the effort in, then we're really never going to know. But honestly, trying something for two weeks and then giving it a few days where you don't, I think that's where you see the, the, the benefit. And that's where you realize how good it is for you and what a difference it makes and how you are able to focus, how much more productive you are, how much better you feel, how less frenetic and less rushed you feel. Um, it's pretty unbelievable. And this is also part of the resilience muscle. You kind of yeah. just kind of start to build up while implementing such different routines throughout the day. Yeah. This to me, like for many people, like their first non-negotiable is making sure that they're including like three 30 second breaks in their day, one at the beginning of the day and one at the end. And then the third one they can include whenever they want. And that's their non-negotiable. So it's literally a minute and a half on their entire day that they break up in 30 second intervals so that they can breathe. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been like so life changing because once you're aware of that, then you realize, oh, like in my 30 seconds of breathing, I also realize I haven't had enough water. And so it makes you go and get the glass of water. And so I feel like they, these slow little changes add up um, to bigger lifestyle changes rather than like trying to make like huge shifts that are not sustainable and then that you end up just dropping because it becomes too much. Mm -hmm. Or you are not able to implement it long term mm -hmm. because life happens and business yep. happens. Exactly. And what I have, like you said, with the briefing, I mean, as a yoga teacher, of course, I mm -hmm. kind of like briefing is one of the self uh, healing empowerments i think on planet but therefore free so not many people are going to sell it yes <laughs> exactly but once you start to implement it for example whenever i just already feel that i spent lots of time in my mind lots of time in front of my screen in front of my phone or my tablet i just really start to breathe in instinctly if that, if that makes sense like yeah. really deep in and exhalations mm -hmm. the jai breath um, is yep. one of the great techniques so mm -hmm. your mind starts to focus on your breath and this is what you want this is what you need you just take your mind yep. towards something what will create some relaxation yes mm -hmm. and then you can move on and go back and be way much faster on whatever yeah. is in front of you definitely yeah 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 and last but not least, I would really love to hear from you, whoever is kind of suffering because of insomnia or have mm -hmm. problems. Mm -hmm. What can someone do, not only while traveling, but also while traveling and working? Yes. Okay. So insomnia is like one of these like big can of worms because there's so many reasons why, pe why people may have have insomnia but the best like so the best tool that we can use right now and where I work with on with people is okay so is it stress related or is it more health like 
vitamin deficiency, like food related, right? What is it? Are you not taking care of yourself physically or is it mental, right? And once we determine which of these two um, areas we need to look at, we can make specific adjustments. But I think that the one thing that I people don't realize is that sometimes working out and not eating well are two very big causes of insomnia. For some people, if you work out late at night, really hardcore like cardio workouts, that throws your circadian rhythm off and it makes your cortisol rise towards the end of the day, which makes it really hard for your body to shut down um, and fall asleep. So I would ask them to look at their, like, their day and their schedule and be like, okay, am I stressed at work and am I working out later in the day? If, those, if the answer there is yes, I would say switch your workout schedule practically or switch what you're doing. So if you're doing like the hardcore cardio, change it up to maybe some yoga, some meditation or a walk um, and see if that helps. Um, and then on a practical level is making sure that you're eating well and that you're not like obviously drinking the coffee like too close to bedtime or that you're not you're eating refined and very processed foods focus on coming back to basics and making sure that you're getting vitamin rich mineral packed um, foods so lots of veggies lots of good fruits lots of like um protein, whatever, like kind of protein that you do, whether you're vegan, vegetarian, just making sure that you're getting good fats, lots of fiber and good protein in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great. Thank you so much. So first of all, we would really see and look what, what is it, what you can change throughout yes. this, this might not serving you. Mm -hmm. And what I would love to, uh, to share also is to really take your phone out of your bedroom. Oh, like yes. beforehand. <laughs> Don't mm -hmm. touch Instagram, Facebook, or emails, whatever it is for someone, because mm -hmm. your brain just releases hormones which are not, mm -hmm. which are providing your body to sleep. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, they your give your body you, yeah. back to sleep. Yeah, exactly. Um, so mm -hmm. it's basically just the hormonal hormone release in your body. So you, it's not your fault, but it's just yeah. your way how you uh, work on a daily basis and this is what I was guilty of for so many yeah. years. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I was too and sometimes I mean I have a rule where I like keep the phone out um but then there are days if I'm like like I don't know sometimes you don't even notice how much of a habit it is and you just pick the phone up and I'm like oh my god what am I doing this is not what I should be doing and this is not productive um mm -hmm. The other thing that I also like people to do is if you're stressed about something or if you realize that you have like a few things that you forgot to do at work and that you need to do, I encourage people to write it out um, mm -hmm. because once you do like once the, you do the action of writing things out and taking them out of your head, then you're able to relax and go into the, the relax and rest state. Um, because if it's in your head and you go to bed thinking, I need to do this, I need to do this, then it's never, you're never really going to be able to relax. Whereas if you write it out, your body takes care of it. Your mind like kind of flushes it out and you're able to relax. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing all your gems. I mm. will share your freebie where you share all awesome. kind of gems in yeah. regarding how to get great sleep yes. while mm -hmm. traveling and back at home. It will yes. be mm -hmm. in the link below the notes. And last but not least, um, what are you kind of up to regarding the stress detox? Mm -hmm program would you like to introduce a few words and keep uh, share briefly what stressed and mm -hmm. really 
maybe even overwhelmed woman yes can and reach out to you i will share the link below um the podcast so they can check it out but maybe definitely some so yeah i'm excited in the in 2019 end of the year in 2019 are going to be like really cool um, years for me because I'm working on two big programs. One is um, a stress detox, which will be a self-paced um, online program for women who are overwhelmed and stressed out and know that they need to start taking better care of themselves. Um, and I designed it with an amazing uh, yoga and meditation teacher. Uh, and our goal was to give you the tools you need um, in a self-paced way so that you can start taking care of yourself and figuring out what areas of your life need the most attention, right? Because some of us may be really good at like, have the eating down and maybe the movement down, but are probably not that good at maybe the sleep part or the making sure that like you're being more mindful. Um, so the program is five weeks long, and it goes through the different areas of your life and then gives you practical tools and worksheets that you can work on um, so that you can figure out where your weak spots are and where you need to focus on so that you can start feeling amazing and that void, that, that stress level and that overwhelmed feeling. Um, and you'll be able to have access to it um, forever and go back to it and revisit things because I know we change and things change uh, for everyone. So when we might be really good at like the food portion of it, we might be needing a little bit of help in the sleep area. So that's the goal for that one. And then my one-on-one -on -one program, I'm launching um, I don't take on that many one-on-one -on -one clients because I do give a very uh, personalized, individualized experience um, that focuses on getting to the bottom of everybody's um, pain points and issues that are of concern. And I'll be launching a new one-on-one -on -one program in January as well. And if you're interested in that, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm Ingrid underscore wellness or just on my website, which you'll put, I'm not, it's like my name and my last name, which is complicated. So I'm sure they'll be in the, <laughs> in the I got a show. Yes, yeah. <laughs> gonna, you will find everything on the homepage because you're going to be featured there with all your links. Perfect. Yeah. And then sign up for if you're interested in the stress detox or working one on one with me, sign up for my newsletter um, where you'll be able to get like all the up to date info. And then you get, like you said, my sleep checklist, which is like this. It's, um, it gives you like your basic tools of what you need. And it's a good reminder of the things that we need to be focusing on every night um, so that we can get good, restful, high quality sleep, which is so important. <laughs> so, so Absolutely. Important. I think we started the sleep revolution for women. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> Let me, yes, yeah. and this is mm -hmm. such an amazing 360 degrees overall offer for every single part in life and in business. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so, so much for your time, for being the guest. And yeah, I can't wait to hear and see more from you how to kind of really get the landscape for working and busy yeah, women. Exactly. Thank you so much for having me. I love chatting with you. It was such a pleasure. Woohoo! That has been absolutely juicy. I hope you did enjoy. <laughs> like every single week I would love to hear from you what your number one takeaway was please share it below the podcast post on instagram at sylviachagla.com and let me know what resonated with you thank you so much for sharing your time and I look forward to see and hear from you next week let's get started and rock live 
work and relationships. <laughs>